So, hello everybody and welcome to our yearly roundup with Maha on Savvy Talk. Hey Maha, how's it going? Hey Shirag, how are you? Boy, 2020, what a crazy year, huh? It has been quite the year indeed. So it's quite fitting, of course, that today we have on the episode your lessons or your top tips to learn from 2020, what to have in your 2021 playbook. Yeah, I mean, there were so many, I think, valuable lessons for both personally and professionally for everybody um, based on what we've all kind of gone through. And we've learned so much about ourselves and what we're capable of. And we learned what actually we really can't live without. But so many of us also learned to appreciate kind of for what we have and the common sense of humanity. You know, we're all in this together, you know, that type of thing. And the catchphrase word of 2020 was you're on mute. But what I wanted to do is kind of like zero in on like some of the really valuable lessons that we don't want people to forget for 2020. And what are some things that we really need to think about as we go into 2021? What are the things, the must haves in your business playbook, in your comms playbook, things that you should really be thinking about if you own a business, if you're a consumer and you interact with the business and what we really should be thinking about as we kind of had this big wake up call for 2021. So let's dive right in, I really want to kind of focus on the things from 2020 that we shouldn't forget first. Okay. So we're going to start with the first and the most important one, uh, which is stocking up on generosity. So I really think about like how much time did we spend thinking about other people this year and thinking about, you know, stocking up on toilet paper and stocking up on things that we were really missing that we felt like we really had to kind of, um, you know, get in our lives. And I think like stocking up on generosity and thinking about how to be more giving and uh, kind to other people was a really big thing that I think a lot of people notices. So businesses that focused on generosity, businesses that focused on how they could help other people during this pandemic is a really important thing that I don't want people to forget about because businesses that show you their values and show you who they are in a time of crisis is a business or a brand that you should really stay connected with and really kind of be loyal to. Yeah. And I think it's really important because this was, as you were saying, right, this was one of the years that we got forced into looking at this side of things as well, right? Uh, we, we had no choice, right? We had all these sort of working from home situations and everybody had to kind of check in on each other and kind of, because you couldn't do all of that in person. Uh, but then just because we start moving back to normalcy, we shouldn't let go of all of these things that we've learned. Yeah, so really hang on to that as much as we can. The second thing is adaptability and flexibility. You guys heard a lot about business people talking about the pivot. What did they do to pivot? How are they managing during this pandemic? What new products and services did they offer? How did they adapt? And how were they flexible based on the market conditions? We always talk about having to be flexible to what people need in today's marketplace, have your business kind of do some yoga, (laughs) be more flexible, find out how you can really kind of treat your business in a way that allows you to adapt to market conditions. So being adaptable, being flexible, those are lessons from 2020 we shouldn't forget. We definitely need to take those um, not just on with us for 2021, but in the future as well. Yeah, I think it's going to tie into other stuff we're going to talk about in a few minutes. So let's move on to number three. Number three, mental health. 
that's one of the things that everyone thought about this year. Employee well-being, understanding that mental health equals overall health, equals overall happiness, equals overall productivity, equals overall satisfaction. So thinking about how are you spending your time to make sure you're taking care of yourself so you can deliver good at work, so you can build a great product, so you can build a business and you can scale your business. I think mental health and business was a big mind shift this year in 2020. And I'm really glad that this conversation has come to the forefront. I really think it's going to make a difference for a lot of businesses and employees in 2021 and beyond. Absolutely. And I think we saw even out here in the region, we saw a lot of features coming out talking about first personal mental health and then it was kind of employee mental health in terms of the workplace yeah. and having to work from home, right? I mean, it's such a different environment. And, uh, and I think all of us will now agree that it definitely affects all of us mentally as well. I think another thing that we learned was that all marketing is personal. So when we think about having a brand send you something in your inbox, addressing that email to you, finding out what you like to buy, what kind of products you are more apt to be uh, you know, purchasing or things that you like. I think personalization is really important. And I think in COVID, we really kind of, kind of tended to cling to the things that we felt close to or comfortable with. So nostalgia, things that we wanted to do to make our home feel more cozier or more comfortable for us and we're spending so much time in the house. So thinking about personalizing your marketing strategy and your approach to make sure you are talking directly to those consumers, making sure you're doing geo-targeting, geo-messaging. So anything in that geography, so people in Dubai or people in Abu Dhabi or people in different markets in the US, making sure that you're talking to your customers relevant to what's happening in their location is super, super critical. And it was a really important lesson for businesses in 2020, especially those that had things like side pickup and, and, and delivery and drop off and last mile logistics with supply chain, having that personal awareness of your customers, where they live, how they, how they have their purchase patterns is super, super important to not forget. Yeah, very important indeed. Uh, and finally, your number five, which kind of ties into or puts all of this sort of together. Yeah, I mean, thinking about balancing the long term with the short term. So we are going to get back to post-COVID kind of working ways and things will be more open in the future. Is that 2021? At what stage? Or is it 2022? Will things be, you know, thinking about um, long term versus short term? So what are the things that we need to do now to serve our customers? But how are we going to really be innovating on the long term to make sure that the patterns that we've gotten them used to, the services we have offered, continue to kind of play a role in their lives? Because one of the reasons why customers love online shopping or delivery or curbside or apps or order and pickup is because it's convenient. And you need to make sure on the long term that you keep that in your business strategy because it's not going to go away. Okay, so now let's go into the five must-have for your 2021 business playbook. The first one is every business is direct-to-consumer. You must have a direct-to-consumer business model for your brand. So this means you have to define at least one channel of your business that leads you direct-to-consumer. 
which provides customers less friction, more convenience, save them time and build a direct to consumer channel for your business. It's here to stay and not going away. So a lot of businesses would say, well, I can't do direct to consumer. I can't do delivery. I can't have people get my product from purchasing it online. Even Shirag, the car industry is figuring out like, how do you deliver a car to a consumer without having them to come into the showroom, without doing the test drive? How do you give them that experience of direct to consumer? That's one that people want. People want to have every single business and product be able to be direct to consumer. So look at every part of your customer journey and hack it from last mile logistics to building an app to payment options and figure out what is that one point in your consumer journey that you can bring direct to consumer and focus on that. So the big, big lesson for next year or the big must have is every business is direct to consumer. Yeah. And this ties in really nicely to the second point, because it's not just only about the product or the delivery, but it's also about how you communicate with them. Exactly. Which leads us to the second point. Businesses must find a way to connect with consumers. So it could be you're connecting with them through social media. It could be connecting with them through a website. It could be you're connecting with them through a Facebook group. It could be that you're connecting with them through a TikTok community. It could be that you're connecting with them with a new uh, page that you've created on LinkedIn. Say, for example, you're in the business of apparel and you love socks and you build a whole community around people who have cool socks. Maybe you want to start an Instagram account called like we love socks. And then you build your business around that. It doesn't necessarily have to be in your brand name. Think about how you can take the category or the industry and build a brand around that and have you be a part of that conversation. This is one of those things that's really interesting to me too, because uh, a lot of times when when I'm talking to people, this is what they they land up doing. They do these sort of indirect things. We're like, yeah, I, I know my customer base is all sitting over there but they're not actually directly connecting with them, not directly speaking to them. Yeah. Or if you have like a fast food chain that does hamburgers and you decide to get the hamburgers Instagram handle and you really start putting out content related to that community, think about your business as a community. How are you going to build it? How are you going to grow it? How are you going to nurture it? And how do you really make sure that you're finding new ways to connect with consumers? It's so, so important. Okay, number three, which is one of my favorite topics to talk about, we're going to do a whole podcast about it. It's about how we're adapting to the new workplace. What does your workplace playbook look like? How are you making sure that you are really making this working environment better for your employees? So with remote working or working from home or some companies are doing hybrid or some companies are never going back to the office. So how do you make sure that you instill that culture in your business? How do you look over after employee welfare? How do you think about your talent pool? How do you think about recognition and reward? How do you think about internal communications at a very deep level? So making sure that you're doing check-ins with your employees, making sure that you're making it fun. So many of us should have got this thing called Zoom fatigue, where we were so tired of sitting in front of a screen all day. So what can you do to make sure that your employees are happy in the environment that they are in? You know, a lot of research shows that when things are, offices are back open, a lot of employees don't want to go back to the office. A lot of them will be adopting a kind of a hybrid of work a couple days from the office, work a couple days from home. So adopt a new workplace playbook, understanding that people like the flexibility. People like to have the options to do things that make them more productive and, and really find a balance that works for your business. 
If you're an employee who does not want to go back into the office, how do you have that conversation with your employer? How do you think about getting the best out of your productivity so that you can still be a part of the team, but also do something that makes you happy as an employee as well? So there's going to be new rules for this. We're going to dedicate a whole episode to talking about it, and I can't wait to dive into it more. Yeah, and I think you, you raise a very important point as well, which is both sides of the, the employees need to step up and start talking to their employers about the fact that some things worked and some things didn't. And conversely, employee employers need to be extremely, extremely careful about having these conversations with their employees because, as you said, a lot of them may not want to come back to work. A lot of them may have put in new routines. I mean, especially this is something we saw during COVID with parents especially, right? Like having completely changed their dynamic and now it's going to be maybe impossible for them to go back. And so, you know, adjusting around all of these different permutations is, is so important. Okay, what's next? Okay, the next one is betting on yourself. So why do I, why do I put that as one of my top five must-haves for 2021? So one of the big shifts that's happened during this year is a lot of people switch jobs. Like a lot of people are like, I'm going to get a different career. I have more opportunities because now I don't have to worry about my geographic location. I can work from anywhere. I can work for any company based on where they are. So when I say bet on yourself, I mean, spend this year investing in yourself. You know, if you're an expert in something, build your audience, grow your your audience, build your content, build your network, really start focusing on your brand because one of the differentiators that's going to be happening for you in 2021 is you're having more opportunities and more possibilities if you built a strong kind of personal presence for yourself and a strong brand based on your expertise. So bet on yourself. I always talk about investing in yourself, but now more than ever, this is critical because of COVID because of how talent pools are working, because now a lot of people are recruiting for jobs based on the new playbook. Like I can recruit somebody else from a different company because now I can tell them they can work from home. It's now a leverage that companies are using for recruiting is giving them that flexibility to work from Dubai if they live in the US or vice versa. So betting on yourself is a must have for 2021. If you kind of spent this year adjusting to the new lifestyle and the new everything new COVID wise, now, next year, really zone in on yourself and find out what is it that you love to do? What is it that you're passionate about? Whether it's your main job, whether it's a side hustle, build it and build it now. So no list of my highs complete without bringing up lifelong learning, right? Sorry, I have to do it. It's <laughs> no, but it's true. It's very true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Last but not least, a must have for 2021 is diversity. Diversity of your team members, diversity of your communications platforms, diversity of your content, diversity of your business model, and everything you stand for. So we think about diversity. I think the Black Lives Matter movement put that front and center for a lot of companies. Like, what are we doing to be more diverse? How are we making sure we're giving opportunities to everybody? So thinking about team members and leadership, team members that you don't have that you need to hire. So diversity when it comes to people, but diversity when it comes to your communications platforms, are you just spending all your time and money on Instagram? Are you only spending time on LinkedIn? Are you only spending time on Twitter? Don't do that. Diversify your content. We all thought we saw what happened this year when TikTok was threatened and it was going to go away. And there was a lot of threats about what's going to happen with TikTok. Don't put your eggs on one content platform. Make sure you diversify your content. Dabble with audio, dabble with podcasts, dabble with a YouTube channel. Try to find out how to make the most out of your communications play 
by diversifying the platforms you are present on. For me, I'm leaning in this year. My big platform is to get more active and more um, leaning in more on LinkedIn. I really find that's a community that I want to spend more time on. So I'm really going to diversify myself on on 2021 on LinkedIn. So stay tuned for that. And then I think about content. So I thought about it's just native to what do you like to do? Do you like to write? Do you like to do videos? Do you like to do audio? Try something new. If you've never made a YouTube video and uploaded it to a channel, even if it's a private channel that no one will see, practice. It's really, really a good idea to try to try new things that you never thought you could do before. I think I was this year really pushing myself to try to do things that I'd never really done before. And we'll do a recap of that later. But anyways, number five is diversity. And I think it's something that when you do business and you only do one type of business, I think this year it taught us that we really need to diversify so that when something like a pandemic happens or another crisis of that magnitude comes along, our business is COVID proof or our business is COVID safe. And so diversity is really, really important when it comes to your business model. And I really want people to think about what can they do to diversify their business and diversify their content diversify their storytelling and their team members. Absolutely. I mean, we saw that the businesses that succeeded, the business that made it through are the ones that were diverse, right? That were able to, even if they were not diverse already, were at least flexible enough to adopt some level of diversity to say, okay, well, we're going to go online as quickly as possible. We're going to lean in more on that. Um, I agree with the mediums as well. I think, you know, exploring a second medium, if you, if you like to write, or if you've only done blogs and write-ups, look at audio, of course. We always recommend podcasts. Uh, look at a video channel, uh, TikTok, as you mentioned as well. There are so many other ways to engage with people. Uh, so opening yourself to an entirely new audience, I think, is uh, going to be big. Great. I want to leave you with one last thing. And this is something that we didn't discuss. But I have a mantra or a theme for 2021. And I'm calling 2021 the year of intention and attention. I like the sound of that. Yeah. So intention and attention. So we must act with intention in everything that we do. What are our intentions with our customers? How are we finding ways to connect with our customers? How are we bringing value to our customers? It always starts with what our intent is. Then we look at our employees. What are our intentions with our employees? Are we building a strong working environment that emphasizes employee well-being? Are we being transparent on our policies? Are we inspiring our talent and our team to learn and grow? So what are our intentions? I want everyone to think this year about setting up a couple of intentions that they really want to dig deeper on. Like, I want to make sure that I operate and live and work and communicate with intention. And that means you're being deliberate about what you're doing and, and really focusing on the intent behind what you're doing. So why am I creating this video? Why am I doing this marketing campaign? What is the intention I want to communicate? And how do I make sure that the receiver of that message sees my intention? So that's the first part, year of 2021, year of intention. And the second part is attention. So we always think about spend and focus your time and pay attention to where your customers are spending their time. So the year of attention means we are spending our attention in the most relevant channels, on the most relevant platforms, in the most relevant way. So when you think about attention, Shirag, so a lot of people discovered TikTok this year right? Like we saw so many families at home doing TikTok together. So we started to pay attention to where attention was going on TikTok. 
The second thing that we probably noticed was a lot of people were gaming. A lot of people were interested in gaming and esports. So where is the attention going? Follow where the attention is going. If in 2021, something new springs up that people are spending their time on, that's where you should focus your attention. So when budgets are tight and marketing you know, dollars are limited and you don't really have a lot of money to spend on different things, focus on spending your money where consumers are spending their time. And that means you need to be paying attention. I've just been thinking a lot about that uh, the last couple of months, and I wanted to share that with you guys here today. I think you've also given this episode a wonderful title, so we're going to kind of incorporate that as well. Uh, so thank you, Maha. That was, I think that was great. Uh, I know we like to do these yearly wrap-ups because it's a good insight into kind of reviewing the year. This year, more than ever, I think needed us to kind of streamline and figure out what were our top five uh, lessons. If you're listening to this and you want to contact Maha, you want to chat with her, you want to throw something by her, uh, you can do that by finding her on Instagram. She's at Digital and Savvy. Uh, and you're also on Twitter, of course. At Maha Gaber, M-A-H-A-G-A-B-E-R. Feel free to reach out to me. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you guys. And what are you focusing on in 2021? And what lessons did you learn in 2020? I'm really excited to hear. Also, feel free to email me at maha at digitalandsavvy.com. Excellent. And so we're back soon with a new episode. Until then, happy 2021. Happy 2021.